Episode 1. You got to start somewhere. Every journey begins with a single footstep. So this is my footstep. Episode 1 of the Guns and Butter Podcast. It's your boy, Ranso. And it's a long time coming. I can't lie. I've been procrastinating for a very long fucking time. Why? I don't know. It's just human nature. But here we are on a podcast talking about human nature. So I'm excited about this, man. Um, Like I said, this is a, a project that's been a long time in, in the coming. Um, I've always loved podcasting. Uh, I was a part of the Fourth Quarter Life podcast. Shout out to Steve. Shout out to Cass. Even before then, I fell in love with podcasts from Taxstone. Taxstone had the best podcast to me back then. That shit made me just want to sit and hear people talk without video or without, you know, like it was, a, it was, a, I'm not going to lie. It was a strange concept to me for me to just be riding around listening to somebody talking my ear on my iPhone. But I will say this, it's not like I tried it. It was a, a funny situation where, you know, I do music and me and my brother, we had just worked out a feature with Troy Ave, which, you know, I, Troy Ave at that time was hot, one of my favorite. So, you know, we're excited about this. We got this dope song with Troy Ave we about to push. It's like one of the first features I done actually just paid for, did it right the industry way. And then I get on my timeline, and on my timeline, it's some crazy-ass dark-skinned nigga going wild on Troy Ave in the studio. I'm like, what the fuck is this? So he just goes crazy on Troy. Niggas don't know you in Brooklyn. You ain't this, you ain't that. And I'm like, this nigga crazy, but I gotta go hear what he talking about. And from that day, I've just been in love with podcasts I, I picked up brilliant idiots joe button uh bodega boys you name it i like you know history podcast dan carlin uh malcolm gladwell real estate all type of shit so it's only right that i actually end up in this space because podcasting is where the heart is you know what I'm saying? This is the best way to get the information out there. So I feel like I got a lot of information to get out to everybody. And I needed the right platform to do it. So with this podcast, I think what took me the longest was, what do I talk about? What do I talk about on this show? And if you know me, you know I'm a man of many passions. I like guns i like science i like history i like finance business entrepreneurship i love all that shit so i didn't want to get caught in a box of just only talking about one of the topics or having six seven eight different shows to cover all these different topics alone so i said i need the right platform to where i can seamlessly talk about everything at one time and it made sense and out of nowhere, my boy Munch could say, you know what? You should name it Guns and Butter. That's all you talk about all day. That's all you focus on. So why not make it that? So I'm like, hey, my nigga, I appreciate it. You made this shit a lot easier for me because, personally, 
I've low-key been stalling because I didn't have a name. That was one of the reasons. And, you know, sometimes you need a little kick in the ass to get going. So that was a perfect kick in the ass. So, you know, I then it was also what do I talk about in this first episode? I knew it wouldn't be a guest. I kind of wanted to give a little intro into what's going on with the podcast. So I had friends always asking me, um, you know, just about myself and where I'm going at now. They see that the tone that I speak in is totally different. You know, I, I went from having this job and identifying with a job and things and stuff and, and being motivated by getting uh, material things to living a holistic life. You know, you see me riding on a bike, so going to national parks so just doing family stuff because I'm totally different now, you know. And a lot of people are curious, like, what was the major change? You know, what happened to you? And. I could be honest, it was my work situation kind of changed very, very, very fast. And I felt like that sent me to a whole nother world. You know what I'm saying? You know, you you know, you watch the movies and uh, a motherfucker open up in the beginning of the movie. He's living some regular mundane life and then some shit happens. And then he goes into this crazy world, whether it's the past or the future or, or like the Matrix when he when he went into the Matrix. That's how I felt. So, long story short, man, I have this job. I have an apprenticeship. I've been waiting on this apprenticeship for years. Um, it's not really where I would say my heart lies, but I grew to love it because it's, it is a great job. It's a great trade. And I'm a very competitive person. So, anything I get into, I'm going to try to be the best at what I do. So, here I am finally able to complete this apprenticeship, get the job I want. I still have a five-year plan on where I want to be, you know, which is probably most likely outside of the company, but I want to gain some things. And, you know, it may have been a five, ten-year plan. Who knows? Because I can't really call it now because I wanted to just keep moving up and learning more things. So I get in this apprenticeship and I'm thinking, oh, this is going to be sweet. I'm about to knock this out quick. It should be no hassle. First thing I run into is a whole bunch of old-ass motherfuckers hating on me. And did I give them reason to hate? Not intentionally. I said, I'm going to come in here, be quiet, do my work. But apparently, uh, some of the guys who knew of me when I was younger, they had their mind made up about me. And you know gossip travels and bad news travels way faster than good news. So here I am, first day at my new job site and everybody has their mind made about me which kind of sucked because it didn't help the apprenticeship at, at first imagine coming into a job where you're more than ready and more than skilled for the position but now you got to deal with motherfuckers who may have just have a problem with you or are standoffish because what they may have heard about you. So this makes the apprenticeship pretty much sucks suck until I um, start working with one of my homies. Shout out to Trey. Trey's a little old, older than me. You know what I'm saying? He's like an older brother. And the good thing about Trey, man, Trey is a real spiritual dude, and he always seen some kind of promise in me. And even though it looked like I was on the ropes, he stuck by me, and he said, I'm going to teach you everything you know. Or everything you need to know to get them off your back. And I'm going to be real with you. There's some shit in you that needs to be ironed out and needs to be worked out. So I'm going to work on that with you. And, 
you know, that's my that's my guy right there, man. I, that's that's one dude right there. Forever, I got him because that changed everything for me. The apprenticeship started going better. Um, I'm actually I actually ended up getting through the program probably one of the fastest rates in the last twenty years. I didn't finish because right before I was about to take another test, um, you know, just to kind of get through the process. You know, you know, I'm on. Hey, look, I'm on my high horse, man. I done changed all these dudes' minds about me. They went from saying I ain't shit to not wanting to work with me to, you know, hey, um, yeah, I trained him. I taught him how to do that because they seen all the promise, and you know how that shit go. The same people hating on you want to take credit for your success. So let whatever, let them do their thing. But you know, I'm going over, um, you know, one more procedure to make sure I'm good for the test. Long story short. The truck that I'm working on actually blows up like right in my face. Full fireball, just like a movie, action movie. The, the fire comes out the back of the truck. I'm completely surrounded by fire. I'm looking up. It's like I'm in hell, yo. That shit is crazy, bro. So I don't get burned, actually, because our clothes are fireproof. They're fire retardant. It burns my face a little bit and my hair, but me trying to get away from the flame. I had to, you know, I had to get up out of there, I take a hard fall, which ultimately ends up with me hurting my back, and I'm out of work because, you know, it's it's a workman's comp thing, and I, that's a whole other story, and I, I hate dealing with that, but the first thing I thought about after that accident, like, as soon as I got up off the ground was, bro, if this was it, can you honestly say you loved how you live your life or are you happy with how it ended more importantly? And I sat and thought about it. Am I happy with how my life went? Yeah. It was some highlights. It was cool. I could have did more. I thought I had more time if, if that was the case, but if it ended today, I would not be happy as much potential as I have. That potential would have been wasted doing things that I did not love doing that didn't further me, you know, so that was, that was heavy, man, that, that was heavy for me to think about it, then transitioning on into, now you're not working, you're sitting at home, you're on workman's comp, and man, you know, you don't realize how much of your job or what you make is a part of your identity until it's time for you to sit back and look at everything. And it's like, it's almost to the point you don't know who you are because you have a perception of who you think you are. And now that perception isn't lining up with what's going on. So, man, I, I you know, we always sitting home during the pandemic. I started to notice I don't even like the same shit that I liked before, like going to clubs, going to strip clubs, partying, um, you know, binge drinking, all the shit, man. It's now I'm. I feel like I'm in a new world, which I I, I say I entered the spirit world, <laughs> you know, take that how you want to. But I've, I entered this new world and, it, and it's just started to change everything about me or show me who I really was. And now and that was important. A big part of also the change was I've always traded stock options, you know, casually. But I knew I needed this and I knew it can help me grow financially it'll it'll make 
it'll grow my wealth in a way that made more sense than just working so much overtime because I started to realize that was kind of a trap. So now here I am home and, you know, I'm trading stock. I think Apple was um, getting ready to do their split and I, and I bought a whole bunch of Apple shares and my boy said, you know, why you don't get back in the options and you got all you got a little money sitting there. Why you, why you don't get back in the options? I say I'll try it. And long story short, uh, I got back in options at the right time. That was a fucking ride. <laughs> ride of a lifetime. I made some decent money. You know, I'm on my high horse. I'm like, man, I could do this. I could be out here by myself anyway. Shit, the job ain't come back to save me. I saved me. And then we get clapped on a correction. And I lose a big amount of money. I'm talking about the amount of money I lost could be somebody's salary and they could be happy with. But right there, that's where the journey begins because you can't quit. You got to double back. And you knew it worked, but you did something wrong. So do you fix it or do you quit? And I knew I could probably fix it. And I just got better over time with options. Started to master my strategy. And, you know, people seeing it, it's like, man, he's doing pretty well for himself trading options. And I see I started to motivate people to See that, you know what, maybe I could take my own personal finances in my hand and control my life. So that motivated me more to start speaking that and telling people, man, you can do that shit. You know, you can get out here and say, I'm going to take the bull by the horns and I'm going to have my life the way I want to live my life. And I started to show it, but I was also very adamant on telling people it wasn't sweet. You know, as much as I tell people about how much money I make in options, I tell them about how much I've lost, how much I um, could lose, the riskiness of it. Because I don't want to sell anybody on anything is perfect and thinking that you'll walk away from a job and everything would just be on the upside. You have to go through this. It's like a training process that when you tell the universe, hey, look, I'm ready to step out here on my own and live in my purpose. It don't look back and say, all right, come on in. It says, well, you got to be tested. And a lot of people run from that test. I can almost say I ran from that test the first time I was presented with it. But this time, things, the stakes were higher, you know, coming off a, a near-death experience, coming through a pandemic, the world is in chaos, Making some of the most money I ever made at one time in my life, proving that I can possibly be self-sufficient. It was a lot. And I and and I had to sit down and make a decision and say, look, I'm okay with how things play out no matter what, as long as my purpose is attached to it. And once I made that decision, it made everything a lot easier. It doesn't make everything easier. Trust me, some of these days is like I'm damned if I do, damned if I don't. Or, you know what I'm saying, you get a wound and then somebody pouring alcohol in the wound. It's just getting worse and worse. But I've also experienced some of the most beautiful days ever. I've also experienced what I tell people is true joy, like you know, not joy not coming from a specific thing, but being happy about life in that moment. And that shit sound crazy coming from a nigga from the hood who we don't talk like that. It sounds like some shit a white woman would say, but I actually experienced that to the point where like some days I'll be so happy. I just smile out of nowhere because I've never experienced that true bliss before. 
you know, the, the 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 time I get to spend with my family and connect with them on a deeper level um, with my girl. You know, I'm recently engaged and everything. So just growing those relationships, I think just seeing the beauty of growing that kind of helped me deal with some of the ups and downs and the headaches of this journey more because I see the light at the end of the tunnel. That's how my life is supposed to be. I'm supposed to be able to be in my son's life, both of them, be able to talk to him, be present, same uh, with my partner, all of that. This is what life is about. And then I started to realize, well, with money is, was I always looking for a specific number? You know, we all love the six figures thing. And uh, and I can tell you right now, I've made six figures well before business brought it to me. And six figures are all right, man. Like, that's the answer y'all want to hear. Everybody thinks six figures is some kind of unicorn. It's all right, bro. You just buy more expensive shit that um, pretty much evens out the, the money you just received in your raise or your bonus. And you go from a Honda Accord to a Benz. You go from a one-bedroom studio to a two-bedroom apartment or a house or whatever. And it all just ends up being the same. So six figures wasn't the answer. And then I start playing around with this idea. What if it's not the number? What is? What if it's you knowing what you want first? And that's what a goal was. What do I want? I want time for my family. I want to grow businesses. I want to be able to inspire people. I want to give hope. You know, I want to work on my terms. I want to travel on my terms. I want to see the world. Once I once I came up with that, then I started saying, well, how much does that cost? And that's what a breakthrough was. How much does that cost? So where you might be sitting and you're single and you're thinking, I need six figures. Well, you don't have a plan. You can't say what you need without a plan you sit down and write out well what's my plan i want to travel every other month i live by myself i want to live downtown don't necessarily need a car and i want to be able to do cool dope shit at all times now you sit down and realize that might be 60 damn sixty thousand dollars seventy thousand dollars you might be making fifty thousand dollars the only difference between you living the life you want to live and you living the life you're living now is some things you just got to fix with yourself or how you move, or your mindset. And $20,000 extra ain't hard to come by. And now you could be living the life you want to live because you took control of your life. So if I think this first podcast is about anything, it's setting a tone. When you come on this motherfucker, we learn about growth. We learn about wealth. We learn about empowerment. We learn about finding who we are. And growing that person. Because the ultimate goal of human life is ascending to the highest level. Not going backwards. Not staying stagnant. And all these little things that we got in life. The commercials. Buy this. Buy me Martin. The Hashitashi TVs. All this shit you may say. Yeah Ransom you got all that shit. I actually do have all this shit. But I'm not motivated by none of this shit, man. I don't, I'm not, I'm motivated by my purpose. How many people can I help today? How many people I can help make some money today? How many people I can save? How many people can come on out the Roots Black House and see how we do it? Shout out to Rena. How many people can we feed today? How many new entrepreneurs can we inspire? That's what get me up in the morning. That's all the money I need. My family being happy. 
And when you learn to live like this, everything a lot easier. You still gonna get the material shit. You still gonna get the J's. You still gonna get the Benz. You gonna get the Lambo truck and all that. But that shit don't mean nothing to you. And when it don't mean nothing to you, it come a lot faster. Oh, trust me. That shit come at light speed when there's really no value to it. You know what I'm saying? So I don't even want to get y'all too much today. We just set the tone right here. This is the podcast, Guns and Butter. We talking about everything from finance, um, spirituality, mindset, growth. When we get interviews, we ain't worrying about who this motherfucker dating. We worrying about, nigga, how you got here? What you went through? What'll resonate with me? How can I be like you? We talking about that type of shit. So if you're interested in that and a whole bunch of other cool extra shit like guns, history, science. But in our way, then I promise you, I promise you, this the right place for you. And you will not be upset. Guarantee you that. So until next time, this is your boy Ranso. The Guns and Butter Podcast on the Art Co. Podcast Network, man. Y'all be safe. Live it up.